Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio.
And now, Voices of the True Israelites with your host, the seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name. Chapter 2, verse 4, and Sister G, listen real carefully, 
at Ruth chapter 2, verse 4. Hey, yo, y'all die Israel. What's that say there? Come on. Book of Ruth, chapter 2, verse number 4, reading. Book of Ruth 2, verse 4. The old boys came from Bethlehem and said unto the reapers, Yahweh be with you. And they answered him, Yahweh bless you. Uh-huh. And they said, and when Boaz came, and when he was greeting some the warriors like, he said to them, Yahweh be with you. And they responded to him by saying, Yahweh bless you. So that's how the children of Israel back in the Bible meet and greet one another. Yahweh be with you. Yahweh bless you. But they might say, Yahweh, he said, well, Yahweh be with you. So whatever is said one way, you just say the opposite of it. That's all you got to do there, Sister G. And now we could have bring in Sister G, and we're going to say, Yahweh be with her. And she's going to respond and say, Fear Israel. Yahweh bless you, fear Israel. Then we're going to have Sister G to pronounce her whole name for the national audience to hear the name she, that she's going to will be called by sooner or later, even if she's going to get it right. Let's see who we meet, Sister G. Now, Sister G, travel y'all God Judah. Yahweh beat your FC right. Shalom. Yeah. Can y'all so, hear me? Yeah, y'all, we hear you real good. So if you sound real good, but now the elder's going to go back and do who? The elder's going to go back and do who? Turn uh, right. to my audio on just a second. Um, now, the elder's going to go back to Ruth chapter 2 one more game, and then Listen real carefully on what the elder reads. Then what we're going to do, we'll take them there. Let's see what the elder got. Hey, elder, Mr. Chick, I mean, elder, y'all got Israel. Ruth, chapter 2, verse 4, what does it say? Book of Ruth, chapter 2, verse number 4 reads, The old boy has came from Bethlehem and said unto the reapers, Yahweh be with you. And they answered him, Yahweh bless you. Answer him. Yahweh bless you. So that's why the Israelites meet one another according to Scripture. Yahweh be with you. And the response answer is Yahweh bless you. So that's how it is how the Israelites of the Bible met and greet one another. Matter of fact, hey, let's, let's get a precept. Let's get a precept on that, Elder. And then we're going back to Sister G, one more again. Let's get a precept on that in the book of Psalms. Uh, let's see. Because David, the angel came down and visited David. Is David, you know, in time to come, the greeting of the children of Israel is going to cease. They're not going to greet one another according to the Bible. They're going to they're say other things. But I'm struggling right now, Hilda. Can you help those see out on the precept um what we need on the precept? Help those see out on the precept when they say, you know, there's gonna come a time when the greetings would not be like Ruth two verse four. So Elder, you got the 
verse there. Bring it out. Come on. The book of Psalms, chapter 129, verse number 8 reads, Neither do they, neither do they which go by say, The blessing of Yahweh be upon you. We bless you in the name of Yahweh. Yeah. He said, it's going to come a time when the blessing will not be on the table. That means somebody going to step up in there and they're going to cook the books. And they're going to take the blessing and say the blessing is going to mean totally different in time to come. And that's what they say. But we want to examine, we want to examine all that too. So now we're going back to Sister G one more time. G, remember on the international side, it's over 900,000 strong. They all is. Now, we want to meet and greet us from Sister G by saying, Sister G, y'all thought these girls need right. Sister G, y'all thought these girls need right. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, I guess you got to uh, reboot and come back in now, Sister G. So, uh, <clears throat> okay, good. So, Elder, we uh, got to reconnect with Sister G a little bit later in the broadcast. But right now, we on uh, put the precept down. So now, and Luke chapter 12, Elder, can you tell me what's going on in Luke chapter 12, verse number 12? Book of Luke chapter 12, verse number 12 reads, For the righteous spirit shall teach you in the same hour what you ought to say. In that very same hour, the righteous spirit will do the teaching. And we got to believe that. And that's why we call these broadcasts six nights a week. And we back on again tomorrow at 6 p.m. And no class on Tuesday on this broadcast, but you can tune in to Pal Talk and listen to the Young Lions from 8 o'clock until. And any questions and comments you got, they will address that on Pal Talk tomorrow, Tuesday, 8 o'clock. But tomorrow, we'll be right back on this broadcast at 6 p.m. So now, G, well, you're back on 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 on, on stage again. So I'm gonna say, Yahweh be with you, Sister G. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Likewise, be with you. Can y'all okay. hear me? Yeah, we hear you real good and plain. You heard Hallelujah. all over the world. So. Ruth 2, verse 4, hey, uh, i tell you what, uh, Sister G, before you pronounce your total whole name, could you read a verse in Ruth chapter 2, verse 4, tell me what that says. Book of Ruth, spread the books out real good and tell, and tell all the grandbabies to bag up a little bit because you're on an international radio broadcast, so tell them all bag up just for a minute so Grandma can get some this. Just say, Yahweh gone. So, spread the books out and look at Ruth 2, verse 4. Look at Ruth, chapter 2, verse 4. 
verse 4? Yeah, Ruth. Make it Ruth. R-U-T-H. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, R-U-T-H. Um, I got it. Kind of excuse me. I'm 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 pouring a quote in the pipe, but I'm, I'm getting it. I'm trying to get it done still. Uh, so I'm um, like about ten different things um, going on over here, but um, I'm still able to uh, make room. So I'm getting to the root two, verse four. Give me a second, because um, that's over in uh, that. Uh, Nehemiah, is that by Nehemiah somewhere? Oh, man, I'm really getting rusty. Oh, my goodness. Okay, hold on. Ruth 2, verse 4. I'm really getting real rusty here. That's the Old Testament, yep. Okay. Oh, my goodness, I'm surprised. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, we, you, you, you're loud and plain. Hello? Uh, yes, you are loud. Can y'all hear me? You are yes, we do hear you. Just give us the root to verse 4. Up, y'all. I see. Oh, my goodness. These phones is really clowning. Oh, okay, well, okay, you, uh, can you kind of get everything little straight out over there? And uh, we'll go get a double dose of... Um, Luke chapter 12, one more time. Now, Sister G, can you get everything organized and, and get all that background noise to be kind of a little quiet a little bit, but we can kind of take care of this business as we just say in Jacqua. So um, we'll, we'll come back with you shortly. But right now, hey, give me a double dose of Luke 12, verse 12. What did it say there, Hill? Book of Luke chapter 12. Verse number 12 reads, For the righteous spirit shall teach you in the same hour what you ought to say. In that very same hour, the righteous spirit will teach you what you ought to say. And we believe that. And one thing we do know that the righteous spirit will, but one thing that we do know in the book of Mark 4, let's look at 13 down to verse 20. Let's see, let's see what we can get going on in Mark chapter 4, verse 13 down to verse 20. But before you read that, let's see if we can meet in Greek and bring Mother E in on the broadcast. Let's see if we can meet and greet Mother E. Mother E, to see, you know, I'll be ready to, to, to put my brick in, and I'm always ready to go, with no doubt about it. So, hey, Mother E, one of the mothers out of Camp 1, y'all quite be there, see, right? Y'all quite be there, see, Israel. So, see, Israel. Hallelujah, y'all quite. Hallelujah, y'all quite, Mother E. Hallelujah, All right, we got um, Sister G here on the broadcast. She's going to give day out that background noise, uh, playing low and get in a room where she can really set these books out. But we're going to talk a little something about this, revealing the number of the B666 on a petition, part number 87. So, but one thing we do know, Elder, in Mark chapter 4, 
verse 13 through 20. Let's open up and take 80, 87 by taking a look at what do Mark say, chapter 4, verse 13 down to verse 20. What does it say, A.L.? The book of Mark, chapter 4, verse number 13 to 20 reads. Mark, chapter 4, verse number 13 reads. He said unto them, Know ye not this parable, and have then will you know all parables. Verse number 14. The sword, sword of the word. Verse 15. These are they by the way. These are they by the wayside, where the word is sown. But when they have heard, Satan cometh immediately and taking away the word that was sown in their mind. Verse number 16. And these are they, likewise, which are sown on stony ground. When they have heard the word, immediately receive it with gladness. Verse 17. They have no root in themselves, and so endure but for a time. Afterwards, when affliction or persecution arises, for the word say immediately they are offended. Verse number 18. These are they which are sown among thorns, which as which as hears the word, verse 19, and the cares of this world, and the seepiness of riches, and the lust of other things, and their end choke the word, and it become unfruitful. Verse number 20. These are they which are sown on good ground, such as hear the word, and receive it, and bring forth fruit, some thirtyfold, some sixty. And some a hundredfold. Mm-hmm. So we so we got so we got to know exactly what's going on in our life by looking at this verse seventeen and twenty again, because that that's a twofold we're here in seventeen verse twenty. Let's, let's look at verse seventeen and twenty again in Mark chapter four. Look at verse seventeen and twenty again. What does it say in Mark chapter four, seventeen and twenty? Book of Mark chapter 4, verse number 17, and verse number 20 reads. Book of Mark 4, verse 17. And have no root in themselves, and so endure before time. Afterwards, when the affliction of persecution arises for the word's sake, immediately they are offended. Verse number 20. And these are they which are sown on good ground, such as hear the word, receive it, and bring forth fruit, some thirtyfold, some sixty, and some a hundred. Mm-hmm. Let's preach up there, because see, here's the point. You're going to be tried in this word big time. So in Abedah chapter 2, there, now the old seer of Bethel, he was um, the almighty son's messenger, but he made a profound statement pertain to himself. And let's see what he says in 2 verse 1. Of Decker chapter 2, verse number 1. Let's see what he said there. What did he say in 2 verse 1? The book of Rebecca, chapter 2, verse number 1 reads. Book of Rebecca 2, verse number 1. I will stand upon my watch and set me upon the tower and will watch to see what he would say unto me. What I and what I shall answer when I am reproved. You see that? Because he knew, regardless how much he did know, there is always room to add more. And when Yahweh sent them angels down to you, 
you know he's going to be reproved on something. So you'll never get this thing down patched where there's no room to add no more to it. So all, every time you come, like we come on these broadcasts, we know we come on this broadcast six nights a week, but we always ready to do the best we can to help those that need help in the dust as Yahweh. And always remember one thing, Yahweh always got another wrinkle in every lesson. He always got something to bring out, or he has somebody make a statement to bring out something. Then once that statement is brought out, then you probably go into the Bible and see can it stand up. Because if one person thinks that way, then somebody else thinks that way. And you keep on thinking that way, but you got to make sure we clear exactly what the Bible stands in Romans chapter uh, 3, verse 3 and 4. Hey, yo, what do the Bible say in the book called Romans chapter 3? My favorite, let's look at 1, 2, 3, 4. Let's see if you can make a little meal out of it. See, sometimes you hear the best of make statements, but here's the, the game changer here. When you go in the Bible and see what Yahweh says in Romans, and Paul talking to Northern Kingdom. Let's see what he says to them eyeball to eyeball in the third chapter, one, two, three, four. What did he say to him? The book of Romans chapter four. Romans chapter three, verse number one through four reads. Book of Romans three, verse number one reads. What advantage then have you got Judah? Polluted word Jew. Or what profit is there of circumcision? Verse number two. Much every way cheaply, because that unto them were committed the oracles of Yahweh. Verse number three. What if for what if some did not believe? Shall their unbelief make the faith, the covenant of Yahweh without effect? Verse number four. Yahweh forbid yea, that Yahweh be true. But every man a liar. As it is written, thou mayest be justified in thy sin, and mightest overcome when thou art judged. So one thing we do know, wherever, wherever Yahweh got written, he always says, let him be true. And every man is alike. So now, so, so he pulled it, so Paul had to pull it from somewhere. Let's look at the 8th chapter, verse 1 of Deuteronomy. Let's see where Paul pulled that verse from. Now, Paul pulled that from the left side of the book. Let Yahweh be true and every man alike. So he pulled that verse off. So in the 8th chapter, he made a profound statement out of 1, 2, and 3. And what did he say in Deuteronomy chapter 8, 1, 2, and 3? Hey, yo, what, what did he say that for the national audience to hear what he said? What did he say? Come on. Book of Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse number 1, 2 and 3 reads. Book of Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse number 1 reads. All the commandments which I command thee this day shall be observed, shall you observe to do. That you may live and multiply and go in and possess the land which Yahweh. Where unto your fathers. 
Verse number two, you shall remember all the way which Shaqua led thee these 40 years in the wilderness to humble you and to prove you to know what was in your mind, whether you wouldn't keep his commandments or no. Verse number three, and he humbled thee, suffered thee to hunger, and fed thee with manna, which thou knewest not. Neither did your father know that he might make you know that man does not live by bread only, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of Yahweh, the man lived. Mm-hmm. And in verse 6 and 11, hey, yo, what does it say in verse 6 and, and, and verse 11? What do you say? Deuteronomy 8, verse 6, and verse number 11 reads, Deuteronomy 8, verse 6, Therefore thou shalt keep the commandment of Yahweh your Yahweh, to walk in his ways and to fear him. Number 11. Beware that thou forget not the Yahweh your Yahweh, and not keeping his commandments, his judgment, and his statutes, which I command you this day. Mm-hmm. So, so now, when we read that, then we precept that to Ecclesiastes chapter 12. So with that understanding, once we precept that to Ecclesiastes chapter 20, so now he, he, he's making it plain on what he's saying. So when we, when we precept that to Ecclesiastes chapter 12, and we look right down at verse number 13 and 14, and we'll tie that in with, with Ecclesiastes chapter 12, 13, and 14. What is that? The book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 12, verse number 13, verse number 14 reads, book of Ecclesiastes 12, verse 13. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear Yahweh and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. Verse 14. That Yahweh shall bring every work into judgment with every secret thing whether it be good or whether it be evil. See that? So Yahweh is going to bring every secret thing into the light. Whether it be good or whether it be evil. So understand one thing. This man is in control. So whatever we do in the dark, in the park, in the band behind the tree, one day up the road, the Almighty is going to lay it before us and say, look here, is this you? And you want to say, yes. Well, if you don't say yes, it's up to you. Because everything that is contrary to the Almighty Yahweh, whether it be good or whether it be evil, he's going to put it right on the table before your eyes. So that's why we say, give it all you got in the Almighty One. Give it all you got. Every chance, opportunity you get, come on the broadcast, give it all you got. When you're in a teaching mode, give it all you got. Because you never know. Hey, hey, hey Mother Eve, you never know what St. John chapter 7, verse 6. What it say? Hey, Mother Eve, what do St. John chapter 7, verse 6 say? The book of St. John, chapter 7, verse 6. 
St. John chapter 7, verse 6 reads, St. John chapter 7, verse 6. St. John chapter 7, verse 6. St. John chapter 7, verse 6. Then Yahweh said unto them, My time is not yet come, but your time is always ready. You see that? You see, he said, Our time is always ready. See, he knew his time. He knew what he had to do. He knew his time. He, he read the book when his father gave it to him in our Revelation chapter. When Revelation chapter 5, 1 through 8, he gave it to him. No doubt about it. All right, we got Mother D of Israel coming on stage. So see, we bring Mother D of Israel here. And if, and um, Mother D of, another one of the mothers out of Camp 1. You can see, I'm, I'm a hollering that microphone myself. And that's a great thing. So Mother D of Israel, another one of the mothers out of Camp 1, Yahweh BJLC Ray. Yahweh bless you, Sir Israel of Sea Royal. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mother D of Israel. Now, Mother D of Israel, um, we got a lot of groundwork to kind of take a look at. But what we're going to find out that, that Yahweh, he'll meet you where you at, no doubt about it. So, in the book of Psalms, there, mother, G. F. Israel, can you help the national out, national audience out on a statement, mother? In Psalms chapter 19, verse 1, 2, 3, 4, then skip down to 7, down to verse 9. Let's see, let's see what's going on that we can read in the book of Psalms chapter 19, 1 down to verse 4. Then skip down to 7, verse 9, and, and bring your A-game and put some spirit into that mother dear of Israel. The world is listening. You're on the clock. Come on. Psalms 19, 1 to verse 4, 7, 7 to what? To 9. 10 on 9 to verse 7 9. To mm-hmm. Psalms 19. The heavens declare the righteousness of Yahweh, and the informant shows his handiwork. Verse 2, day unto day, utterly speech, the night until, I mean, yeah, the night until night shows knowledge. Verse 3, there is no speech nor language where their voice is not heard. Verse 4, their, their line is gone out through all the earth and their, their words to the end of the world. In them has he set a tabernacle for the sun. Verse 7, the law of Yahweh is perfect. Converting the soul. The testimony of Yahweh is sure, making wise the simple. Verse 8. The statutes of Yahweh are right, rejoicing the mind. 
The commandments of Yahweh is pure, enlightening the eyes. Verse 9. The fear of Yahweh is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of Yahweh are true and righteous altogether. Mm-hmm. So we found out that the Almighty, he got, a, he got his eyes on the prize when it comes down to his creation. He got his eyes on the prize, no doubt about it. He got his eyes on the prize. So now, um, by reading that, Mother, that means that our number one duty is to get what we got to get to according to Matthew chapter 19, verse 16 and 17. Let's see what it says in Matthew chapter 19, verse 16 and 17. Matthew 19. Mm-hmm. You said chapter 19, 16 and 17. Chapter 4, 
verse number 17 and verse number 20 reads. Book of Mark 4, verse number 17 reads. They have no root in themselves, and so endure before time. Afterward, when the affliction of persecution arises for the word's sake, immediately they are offended. Verse number uh-huh. 20. Verse number 20. And these are they which are sown on good ground, such as hear the word, receive it, and bring forth fruit, some thirtyfold, some sixty, and some a hundred. Mm-hmm. So we know we're going to be reproved. But those that sown on good ground, they're going to hear this word, and they're going to get busy in that word. They they sown on good ground. Now, what is this, this good ground got to do with anything else? Let's go to Romans chapter 7, verse 1, 10 through 12, and 16. It's probably talking about sown on good ground. What this good ground is? So we know we're going to be reproved, no doubt about it. But it also makes a profound statement in the last verse in the book of Joel, in 2 verse 7, although we're going to be reproved, God with the top, the fear, the elders, the teachers, we're going to be reproved. But what do Yahweh got written in Joel, the fear, and 2 verse 7? What do you got written in the elders? Because Joel chapter 2, verse 7 reads, They shall not break their ranks. Don't run. When you get reproved, don't run. The fears, the elders, the teachers, the mothers, you're going to get reproved. Don't run. See, he let you know, don't break your rank when you get reproved. Everybody's going to get reproved. You hear what Rebecca said in 2 verse 1? He's going to stand on my watch. And I know Yahweh, the Father and Son, is going to send an angel down there to reprove me. So when you reprove me, I'm, I'm all in. I'm ready to see the reproof. And that's the key. You have to accept that. Because everybody got to be reproved to get to where you want to get. In the word of Yahweh. No doubt about it. So now, in the, in the book of Sirach, Yael, chapter 6, verse 6 and 7, and 35 through 37. Let's see in the book of Sirach, and see, the book of Sirach, this is the book that the Protestant church taken out in 1885. They said, now, if we, if we read these books in there, but we're going to teach the Christian pastors that these are the 400 years that the Almighty wasn't talking. So what you tell your congregation, they may ask you, is anything between Malachi and Matthew? You tell them, no, ain't nothing going on. Down the years that our Lord Jesus Christ was not talking. Then you got another big Israelite camp saying, if it's not in the 66 book, we don't need it. See that? That's the spirit that we got me working with. See, that's the spirit we working with. But it was information in them 66 books, and the 14 was taken out as very vital information if you know how to tie it in. And just so happened, the Sixth Anointed Council of Boston, there were two of them, like, got no problem tying it in. Huh? 
Because we know this is written in this book. Sirach 6, verse 6 and 7 and 35 and 37. Now, it's not going to be in a regular book. But it is in a regular book if you know how to preach up your Bible. We're not going to do all that. We're just going to get it from right here. Sirach 35 and 37. What is that, Ariel? Come on. The book of Sirach, chapter 6. Verse number six, verse number seven, verse 35 to 37 reads. The book of Sirach, chapter six, verse number six reads. Be at peace with many, nevertheless, have but one counselor of a thousand. Verse number seven. If thou wouldest get a friend, prove him first, and be not hasty to credit him. Verse 35. Be willing to hear every equality discourse, and let not the preparable understanding escape thee. Verse 36. If thou seest a man of understanding, get thee be times unto him, and let thy foot wear the steps of his door. Verse 37. That thou might be upon the ordinance of Yahweh, and meditate continually in his commandments. He shall establish thy mind, and give thee wisdom at thine own desire. Mm-hmm. So that, that, that's big topic there. That's big topic. And anytime you add to one, it ain't no one no more. But he says, get you get you to that man. What man he talking about? We got to get you. See, here's the point. We we are due Mother E the seven twenty four of Saint John. This is what we are due. We'll do a 724 in a minute. Hey, Mother Mother E, what do we say in 724? What we'll do, I mean, in a drop of a hat. What is that we can read in St. John 724? Mother, Mother E, what is that? The book of St. John, chapter 7, verse 24. St. John, chapter 7, verse 24. Judge not according to the appearance, but judge righteously judgment. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, don't make no judgment according to appearance. Don't do that. Always judge righteous judgment. That's how you go on the road. But, but we might let's get the biblical definition on what it means by judge righteous, mother. Hey, mother, when we read mm-hmm. 625, how do we judge righteous? What what is we talking about? Let's precept the Bible and we find out how do you judge righteous? How do you make a righteous judgment? Let's find out, Mom. Let's let's pick it up at six twenty five on uh do the run. How we do it, Mother? Come on. Book of Deuteronomy, chapter six, verse twenty five. The book of Deuteronomy, chapter 6, verse 25. Deuteronomy, chapter 6, verse 25, reads, And it shall be our righteousness if we observe to do all these commandments, these laws, before the Yahweh, our Yahweh, as he has commanded us. Mm-hmm. So, the commandment for us is to keep the law, statutes, and commandments. 
That is the commandment for us. Keep his law, statutes, and the commandments. That is the requirement on it. That's the way it is. But now back to the elder, because he read, get you to this man B time. But here's the point. We can't keep grabbing men because they men based upon they got a um, 14 shoe and his pocket is long with that cash in it. No. That ain't the kind of man that the Almighty is telling you to get in with. Hey, what kind of man to get in with in, in Sarat 37 verse 12? Book of Sarat, chapter 37, number 12 reads. Book of Sarat 37, verse number 12 reads. But be continually with the Yaquali man, whom you know to keep the commandments of Yaquali, whose mind is according to your mind, and with sorrow with thee, if thou shalt miscarry. That means if anything happens, that man is no... What vow he made in the 30th chapter, verse 1 and 2, Elder. So it, it'll come back to him, the vow that he made that Moses told. Then we'll skip down to verse 7 and we'll read down the conclusion. Because there's great responsibility on a Yahweh man. Yahweh made a claim about a Yahweh man in 30 verse 1 and 2, Elder. Then skip down to to 7, down to verse 13. If you go down to 15, that's good. But I believe it stopped at 13. But go to 15, you know, uh, we just ran back up on the blue light as we speak. So now, in Numbers 30, verse 1 and 2, there's a great responsibility on the Yahweh man. And the Almighty told Moses, hey, listen, Moses, you talk some talk. But you address it to the Yahweh man, what he says that we can read and settle down the verse to the conclusion. Come on. Book of Numbers, chapter 30, verse number 1 and 2. Verse number 7 through 16 reads Book of Numbers 30, verse number 1. And Moses spake unto the head of the tribes concerning the children. The family of Israel saying, This is the thing which Yahweh hath commanded. Verse number two. If a man vow a vow unto Yahweh, was for an oath to bind his soul with a bond, he shall not break his word, he shall do according to all that proceed out of his mouth. Verse number seven. And her husband heard it, and held his peace at her in the day that he heard it. Then her vow shall stand. And her bond, for which she bound her soul, shall stand. Verse number well, hold on, Hill. Hey, 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 hold on. Back up to verse 6. Because the WCC says, can you, can you just bring in another verse? Then back, we want to really hear what you're really saying. So back up and pick up at verse 5. Just for the WCC World Council Churches, pick up verse 5. Because they want to think they, they want to think they teach in this. So the book of Numbers, chapter 30, verse number 5 through 16, read. Book of Numbers 30, verse number 5. 
But if her father doesn't lie her in the date that he heareth, that any of her vows or her bonds for which she had bound her soul shall stand. And Yaquat shall forgive her because her father disallowed her. Verse number six. If she had it all her husband, for she vowed or uttered out out of her lips, for which she bound her soul. Verse seven. Now her and her husband heard it and held his feet at her in the day. He heard it. Then her vow shall stand, and her bond wherewith she bound her soul shall stand. Verse number eight. But if her husband disallow her on the date that he heard it, then he shall make her vow which she vowed, and that which she uttered with her lips, for which she bound her soul of none effect. And Yahweh shall forgive her. Verse number nine. But every vow of a widow and of her that is divorced. For what they have bound their soul shall stand against them. Stand against her. Verse 17. And if she vowed in her husband's house, or bound her soul by a bond, with a note. Verse 11. And her husband heard it, and held his peace at her. Disallowed her not. Then all her vows shall stand, and every bond with which she bound her soul shall stand. Verse number 12. But if her husband had utterly made them void on the day that he heard them, and whatsoever proceeded out of her lips concerning her vows or concerning the bond of her soul shall not stand. Her husband had made them void, and Yahweh shall forgive her. Verse number 13. Every vow and every binding note to afflict the soul, her husband may establish it, or her husband may make it void. Verse 14. And if her husband altogether hold his feet at her from the day, from, from the day, Today, then he established all her vows and all her bonds which are upon her. He confirmed them because he held his peace at her in the day that he heard them. Verse 15. But if he shall in any way make them void after that he have heard them, then he shall bear her sin. Verse 16. These are the statutes which shall commanded Moses between man and his wife, between the father and his daughter, being in her youth. In her father's house. Mm-hmm. So we clear that Yahweh got rules and regulations on relationships. That's why we talk to the six anointed counts that understand when the young couples come in. You have to make sure you understand that the Yahweh man got great responsibilities on it. If he bowed a vow, according to the Bible. You got to stand with it. You got to stick with it. That's why you got to make sure that it's better have be a Yahweh woman. And that woman got to make sure that man is a Yahweh man that you know to keep the law, statutes, and commandments. Because responsibility is on this man. If she says something and you don't say nothing about it, and it's contrary to the Bible. Guess what? Whatever happens, it's going to be on you, Yahweh, man. That's why you got to make sure that you understand what the Bible saying. Because when you're in a relationship, the Yahweh, man, got great responsibility on him to deliver. Because his whole household depends on him. Now, we're going to get a precept on that 
uh, Elder. And then we'll bring the young line in. He's going to tell you who all bring you broadcast and what all going on. Get a precept on that. And, and then we're coming back to Sister G. And she already got her verses 14, 19 through 35. She's warming up. Be back with you shortly, Sister G. And you'll hear some 1 Corinthians 14, 19 down to verse 35. After the elder gives us that precept, you show your responsibility on this Yahweh man, big time. That's why you've got to make sure your company lies up with the Bible if you want the blessings of the Bible. Let's see what we're going to read in um, the book of Sirach 3, 9 through 11. Elder Yahweh is read. What's that say? Book of Sirach, chapter 3. Verse number 9 through 11 reads, Surat chapter 3, verse number 9 reads, For the blessing of the father established the family of children, but the curse of the mother rooted out foundation. Verse number 10, Honor not in the dishonor of thy father, for thy father's dishonor is no honor unto thee. Verse number 11, for the honor of a man is from the honor of his father. And the mother in dishonor is reproach to the children. And what that mean? That means that Yahweh man have the first and the last word on just as Yahweh. And you better have got to understand responsibility on the Yahweh man, he gets the first word and the last. There's no in-between word. So the better half have to be clear that what comes out of mouth behind the statements that he put on the table by being a Yahweh man now, hallelujah, well, well you heard half of the conversation, didn't hear none of it. Your, your, your offspring might say, well, Ma said it at the end of it. Because that's scripture-wise. Once we understand that, Yahweh have no no alternative but to intervene. Because if you reflect this Bible the way it's written, in Revelation chapter 5, when the son received the Bible from his father, it was completed. He had to unloose the seven seals. That means no, no adjustments to be made by him. No alteration. What he had rent for his son to do, he had to read it and apply it. So what's written for us to do, we got to read it and apply it. And we do so, Yahweh going to intervene. That's why it's no accident in Camp 1, laying on all four sides, south, north, east, west. It's all vacant. For what reason? Once we in order, Yahweh going to show you what that's for. Land, school, banquet hall. And a radio station. It's going to happen. But he said, yeah. But if I came right today, how would I find you? If I came if I came right now, you want me to come, how will I find you? Not that it's here to preach about that, Elder. Let's go to the 18th chapter of Math of, of Luke. Let's, let's, let's show you what Yahweh is saying. He's using a parable now, uh, illustration. In the 18th chapter 1 down to verse 8, we're going to bring the young line in, and then we're going to bring Sister G in to uh, 
give me that first Corinthians 14, 19 down to verse 35, and then we're going to chop that up real good and see what we get out of it. But in the 18th chapter, if he did come today or if he come tomorrow, listen to what he was talking in the 18th chapter 1 through 8. Let's see what he said. Come on, help. Book of Luke, chapter 18. Verse number 1 through 8 reads, Luke chapter 18, verse number 1 reads, And he spake a parable unto them to this end, that men ought always to pray and not to faint. Verse number 2, Then there was in a city a judge, which feared not Yahweh, neither regarded man. Verse number 3, There was a widow in the city. She came unto him, saying, Avenge me of mine adversary. Verse number four. He went out for a while, but afterward he said within himself, Though I fear not Yahweh, nor regard me. Verse five. Yet because this widow troubleth me, I will avenge her. If by her continually coming, she weary me. Verse number six. And Yahweh said, It was the unjust judge said. Verse 7, shall not Yahweh avenge his own elect, which cry day and night unto him, though he bear long with them. Mm-hmm. He says, he says, in uh, 45 verse 4, he said, he, Yahweh can take care of his own elect. And I said, I got to get a preacher about that. So he says, you know, there was a parable. He said, now, I'm going to take care of my elect. And now we're going to find out and put a name on this elect. In 45 verse 4 of Isaiah, he said, look, but when I do come, my elect, will I find you keeping the covenant? That's what he's going to say. If I came tomorrow, that's what he's saying. How would I find you? Would I find you keeping the law, statutes, the commandments? Or would I find you all over the place? You got to key you with them. Because I'm going to come. So you remember what Mother read in 7 verse 6? He knew his time because he read the book. But our time is always. So how, if he came tonight, how would he catch you? Yeah, you. Over 900,000 on the international side, how would he catch you? Would he catch you doing law, statutes, and commandments? Or would he catch you doing the precept of men? Huh? And y'all think about it. That's why we got to remember one thing in Baruch chapter 4, verse 20 to 30. We're not reading it. You got to seek him 10 times. When you fall within the same, you got to get this. Yeah, you got to put your track shoes on for this thing here. This is big business here we're doing. So how are you going to find you if he comes? Is he going to find you doing the law that is in the command? That's the game changer. Mother read in the 19th chapter 16 and 17. She read the final statement. He said, Good master, what can I do to get eternal life? He said, You want eternal life, you know, man, keep the law, statutes, and the commands. That's it. So there goes your game changer. So, you know, what's that precept you're reading? It'll come out. Book of Isaiah, chapter 45, verse number 4 reads, For Israel, my servant, say, and for Israel, mine elect. So he wasn't talking to the whole world. See, 
that's one of the greatest misses in teaching. He was talking to the 12 tribes of Israel. That's his neglect. I'm the one he, he installed his word on. You don't want to be a role model for all the nations. So you don't want to be doing the law, statutes, and the commandments, and the dietary. You probably be doing this. He ain't going to charge them for it. He's going to charge you for it. But if you find yourself following them, that's on you. You're going to lose. So we're going to bring the young lion in. He's going to tell you who all carrying this broadcast and whatever the Almighty put on him to inform this national audience over 900,000 strong on the international side. So and then we're going to bring Sister G in and we're going to hear that verse read. And First Corinthians 14, 19 and 35, then we'll see what in that can we pick out of that, how that led by Yahweh. So when you meet one of the young lions and up-and-coming teachers out of Camp 1, Brother Makai Israel, you say it a loud voice. Brother Makai Israel, Yahweh be there, see you right. bless you there, Sir Israel, of see Roy. Hallelujah, Yahweh.
2 o'clock until 5 o'clock, class will begin. Just so you can know, the sun will be getting ready to go down soon, but the class will still be going on until the Blog Talk Radio is done and over with on the bottom part of the Saturday. Now, we do have the Pal Talk Radio. We want you all to tune in to the Pal Talk Radio. Uh, we're broadcasting on now, and the way to get into the Pal Talk Radio, you must download it on your One Night Satan cell phone, on your One Night Satan television, smart TV, or your One Night Satan desktop or laptop. We want you all to download the Pal Talk. Once you download it and go through all the routine you need to get your name set up and things like that, then you go into Ethics Group. Once you go into Ethics Group, you scroll down, you look for African American, and then you look for Voices of the True Israelites, B-O-T-T-Y. We will be up in there on the Voices of the True Israelites, and you can catch us there live on Every day through the week, seven days out of the week, Pal Talk will be up and running. But the thing about it is, on Tuesdays, Pal Talk will be running at 8 o'clock p.m. On the Sabbath day, Pal Talk will, will, on the top part of the Sabbath day, class will uh, begin for Pal Talk at 7.30. And for the bottom part of the Sabbath day, class will begin at to uh, 12 o'clock for Pal Talk Radio. So tune in to the Pal Talk Radio broadcast, and uh, we would love to hear you ask some questions at the bottom part of it as well. And uh, we do have a Facebook page up and running under Seer Israel. Once again, we have a Facebook page up and running under Seer Israel. You can log in to that and catch us anytime we are live on Facebook. You can catch us anytime we are live on Facebook or any one of the previous broadcasts that has been recorded on the Blog Talk Radio. You can catch us there as well. And you can also catch additional information. That's, uh, you can go through our pictures and check out some of the uh, historical facts that we have put up on there, uh, any information pertaining to the things that we went through uh, as far as prophecy being fulfilled and showing that we are the children of Israel. You can also catch some things like that live uh, on Facebook. And you can also write down your comments inside of the comment box down there. If you have questions, you can ask your questions in the question box down there. And someone from the Sister Northern Camps uh, will get back with you to answer those questions according to Acts chapter 15, 15, and Romans chapter 15, verse 4. And it's saying, have to be as it is written. We do also want to inform you that we have our YouTube page up and running. Yes, we have our YouTube page up and running for all those who love to tune in to YouTube. Now, in order for you to catch us on a YouTube page where we're broadcasting on, you can type in those same keys on that one eye Satan telephone or that one eye Satan desktop or laptop or that one I say in smart TV, upload your YouTube page. Once you upload your YouTube page, look for B-O-T-T-Y, Tribe Y-A-Z-A. Once again, upload your YouTube page and look for B-O-T-T-Y, Tribe Y-H-D-H. We do have a YouTube page up and, uh, up and running, and we do want to inform you that we have previous live broadcasts on there. We have... Um, Things we have put on the on the airwaves that we have edited, we do have uh, great information 
So we ask you all to take notes as you listen to Voices of the True Israelites, Yahweh's uh, radio and Yahweh's ministry that he had handed over to the uh, the ministry over to the hand of the seer. According that we can read in the book of Hosea. I want to pick that up. In fact, I'm going to read that. And since I, since I said it, might as well go ahead and pull that scripture on out and read the book of Hosea. Let's see what he had to say. Hosea chapter 12. And pick it up at verse number 10. The book of Hosea chapter 12, verse 10. Hosea the seer, chapter 12, verse 10, reads, I have also spoken by the seers, and I have multitude visions and used similitudes by the ministry of the seers. So he has given the ministry into the hand of the seer. We want to make sure that uh, we bag up what we stay out of our mouth according that we can read. So we do want you all to tune in and catch our uh, live uh, uh, blog talk Catch us live on a blog talk You can catch us live on Pal Talk You can catch us live inside a class on Facebook You can catch us live uh, sometimes and on, on, on a YouTube page You can also catch us On our TikTok page That we have just begun Now we got the TikTok up and running We're still kicking out some of the uh, Technical things we're learning more about it And see how we want to completely operate On the TikTok page But we have dropped something on there and we're going to go back and look up, look it up, and make sure the feed is still on there as well. But check us out on our TikTok page. We're going to have more things. We're going to upload on there for for the national audience for the twelve tribes of Israel. We want you to check out our TikTok page. It's the same as our YouTube page. V O T T Y Tribe Y H D H. Once again, our TikTok page is V O T Y Tribe. Y-H-D-H. And we do have the TikTok page going. Uh, anywhere where we can get something going on that's uh, worldwide, where we can reach the people all over the known world, trust me, Voices of the True Israelites will be getting ready to put our hands in it very soon. And we have, that's why we say it's a big job to do. Um, anybody who out there have real technical skills out there that's ready to come and Get with this moving on some dust edge, Yahweh, ready to do some laws and some commandments. And um, we ask you all to, hey, come in and do your part. Everybody got a part to do. Come in and do your part, and we're going to uh, sit back and let you do your part. As long as you see on some law and got some things going on, according to this book, come and do your part. So we're looking for all the tech heads that's ready to come in and serve some Yahweh. We're looking out for the game stage, the ones that's ready to come in and do some dust edge, Yahweh, and get the ball game rolling. Because we got a big job to do and reach the people all over the whole known world, all over the whole 12 tribes of Israel. Over the whole known world, we must meet them where they're at. So um, that's why this broadcast is set up for Voice of the True Israelites to get this information out there, and we can start getting our James 520 going on as well. Um we also want to let you know for questions and comments, as we say, do type in on those YouTube pages and um, the Facebook page, and even on TikTok. Uh, we ask you to write down your uh, notes, put your questions next to your notes, and then type in your uh, questions to those notes on any one of those pages. But we do ask you all to call in as well to the international phone line at 224 
800-600-5579. Once again, we do ask you all to call in to the international phone line at 224-600-5579. The reason why we ask you all to call in because we want to give you, we want to hear your questions and we do want to hear your comments. So that's why we ask you to tune in, listen to the station, write down your notes so you can have some good questions to ask us, and we can give it to you according that we can read them in this book. Um, we do ask you all to, um, when you call in, be ready to learn. You know, be ready to hear something and don't have nothing uh, 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 to say, like far as trying to teach something. Just be ready to hear something. Be ready to learn, ask your questions, and have a good ear to hear something, and Yahweh, bless your hand and, and, and give the information that you need according to the book. So uh, over to you, says where of seed, Roy. Say hallelujah, Yahweh. All right. Oh, that's the young man. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Oh, that's the All right, so what are we going to do with the law? Bring in Sister G. And Sister G, we're going to take a look at um, a statement that we um, forgot what I said, but I, I know you wrote it down. So uh, I'll say again, Sister G, got five beats that I've seen right. Sister G, got five beats that I've seen right. Hmm. What's, what's wrong with the microphone? with my phone, but um, yeah, I had to take it off the main whereas I can hear you all good, but now it's hard for me to hear you all. But uh, shalom to the panel, Cecilia, all the Israelites scattered abroad. So, um, yeah, it's, my phone is, it's like I can't even really hear you all now, you know, if y'all were saying something to me, so kind of speak up because, wow, I had to take it off. I was hearing y'all clearly, everything y'all just said up until you start calling on me. Some, something is doing something, I don't know. Both the phones was acting up suddenly, and they've been acting fine. I got them to working, but now they're acting up again. So that's what oh, it okay. is. <laughs> okay. Are, are you are you prepared to read, or you just want to just broadcast? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I am prepared, but um, it seemed like if I get cut off because the phone was cutting off on me and everything, and um, the other one didn't even want to cut, the main one that I was using, it didn't even let me allow me on at all. So I'm using this phone. Yeah. All right. Good enough. Okay, um, well, how about taking a look at uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 14, 19-35. Let's see what that's saying. And 1 Corinthians 14, 19 down to verse 35. Let's see what that's saying there, Sister G. Okay. Um, 1 Corinthians 14, verse 19. Hallelujah. Wow. Yes. Yeah, take a trail down to 35. Uh, take your time, and uh, we got plenty of time. But take your time to see you bring, bring, that, bring them verses in. 1 Corinthians 14, okay. 19 down to verse 35. Let's see what you're saying. Come on. Okay. Uh, also, um, I just uh, addressed my name as Gaborah, but 
it's been laid on my heart. That was something that, um, that the cancer gave me, the Israelite cancer, um, my season of uh, Chicago. But it was laid on my heart. The creator had really gave me the name, and I believe that's what I'm going to go towards, the name that he gave me. And it was uh, Miriam, according to the Hamashiach. Yeah, so not the uh, Miriam Rose. So I'm going to uh, go with that name, Miriam Rose. So you all can address me as Miriam Rose. Hallelujah. Well, we ain't got no problem with that Miriam Rose, Sister Miriam Rose. We ain't got no problem with that whatsoever. Yeah. Miriam That's Rose. That's the name of baby. Hallelujah. All right. All right. Excellent. And, and remember one thing, the world is listening. So Miriam, Sister Miriam Rose, let's see what it says in 1 Corinthians 14, 19, down verse 35. What does it say? Hallelujah, Yahweh. First Corinthians chapter 14, verse 19. Yet in the church, I had rather speak thy words with my understanding that by my voice I might teach others also than 10,000 words in an unknown tongue. Verse 20. Brethren, be not children in understanding. Howbeit, in malice be ye children, but in understanding be you men. In the law, verse 21, in the law it is written with men of other tongues and other lips will I speak unto this people, and yet for all that will they not hear me, saith the Yahweh. Wherefore, Tongues are for a sign, not to them that believe, but to them that believe not. But prophesying serveth not for them that believe not, but for them which believe, verse 22. Verse 23, if therefore the whole church become together unto one place and all speak with tongues, and there come in those that are unlearned, or unbelievers, will they not say that you are mad? 24, but if all prophesy, and there come in one that believeth not, or one unlearned, he is convinced of all. He is judge of all. 25, and thus are the secrets of his heart made manifest. And so falling, falling down on his face, he will worship Yahweh and report that Yahweh is in you of a truth. 26. How is it then, brethren, when you come together, every one of you have a song, have a doctrine, have a tongue, have a revelation, have an interpretation. Let all things be done unto edifying. 27. If any man speak in an unknown tongue, let it be by two or three. I'm sorry. Let it be by two or at the most, most by three. And that by course and not. And that by course and let one interpret. interpret. 28. But if there be no interpreter, let him keep silence in the church. And let him speak to himself and to Yahweh 
29. Let the prophet speak two or three, and let the other judge or the seers. If anything be revealed to another that sitteth by, let the first hold his peace. For you may all prophesy one by one, that all may learn and all may be comforted. 32. And the spirits of the prophets are subject to the prophets. Or should I say seers? What you say? For Yahweh is not the author of confusion, but of peace, as in all churches of the saints. 34. Let your women keep silence in the churches, or for churches, for it is not permitted unto them to speak. But they are con- commanded to be un- under obedience, as also says the law. I'm trying to see what verses you had to go all the way to. So, uh, read that verse again. Um, read that verse, that's the last verse you read in 35 again. So Paul said something in that verse that it, it got room for free something in that. While he was talking to the northern that was, that was uh, 35. 35. Oh, so and if they will learn anything, let them ask their husbands at home, for it is a shame for women to speak in the church. Mm. Yeah, back up to 34 now. Back up to 34 again. 34. Let your women keep silence in the churches. For it is not permitted unto them to speak, but they are commanded to be under obedience, as also saith the law. So Paul brought in the law. So he said, so he said he wasn't making no calling based upon his own conclusion of day. He said, you go back in the law and read that. So let's go back to uh, Okay, so like it's, it's hard to kind of like hear you all, so that's why I have to take it off. But, uh, okay, Genesis chapter 3, verse 16. Make it 14. Uh, make it 14. Genesis chapter 3, verse 14. And the Yahweh, Yahweh said unto the serpent, because you have done this, you are cursed above all cattle and above every beast of the field. Upon your belly shall you go, and thus shall you eat all the days of your life. 
Continue. Yeah. 15, 15, 15. Okay. Verse 15. And I will put enmity between thee, you, and the woman, and between your seed and her seed. It shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. Verse 16. Until the woman, he said, I will greatly multiply your sorrow and your conception in sorrow. You shall bring forth children, and your desire shall be to the, your husband. That's right. To your husband. And he so, shall rule over you. Uh-huh. Your desire. And he, and he shall rule over you, and he says that so in the, in the sixth and nine camp, that's why we tell the those in leadership, the elders, mothers, and young couples come in and they say, well, you know what, well, we're trying to hook up and get together. Then six morning camp from South Carolina all the way to Chicago would say, well, well, what is your desire? Well, she would say, well, my desire is to, to be um, a mm-hmm. lawyer, an option. My desire is to be a lawyer, doctor, well, see, that is not your number one desire. We have to edify your number one desire. Your number one desire is in Genesis 3.16 is to make sure you understand that Yahweh man have the first and the last word that's why you got to make sure that's understood in a young relationship. That's why it's a big job ahead of us. We got land, uh, school, back when all is coming, and we got to be the chief to help. And once you line up with this Bible, that's why I got no other choice but to intervene. Because this thing was temporarily, and because what happened back there in Genesis, Yahweh is the one that made that calling in 316. Man had nothing to do with it. Uh, though the serpent and the woman and the man was involved in it, so Yahweh took that judgment. This is the way it is until I return. This is the order of days until I return. So once we understand the order of things to Yahweh's return and we apply it, Yahweh's going to give us the dough. Let's, let's go and get Apanaya there, um, Sister Marion. Go to Zephaniah chapter 3, verse 8. And we'll see what he's saying in Zephaniah. It's on it's on it's somewhere between Zechariah Zephaniah chapter 3, verse 8. Let's see what's going on in Zephaniah 3, verse 8 down to verse 10. Zephaniah 3. And write down 3, 8 down to verse 10. Let's see what he says. Down to where? Take it out of verse 10. Okay, so that's down, Zephaniah 3, verse 8, down to verse 10. Yes, ma'am. Zephaniah, chapter 3, verse 8, hallelujah, Therefore, wait you upon me, saith Yahweh, until the day that I rise up to the prey, for my determination is to gather the nations that I may assemble the king 
kingdoms to your to your pure pour upon I'm sorry, my glasses to pour upon them my indignation, even all my fierce anger, for all the earth shall be devoured with the fire of my jealousy. Nine. For then will I turn to the people a pure language that they may all call upon the name of the Yahweh to serve him with one consent. Verse 10, from beyond the rivers of Ethiopia, my supplement, even the daughter of my disperse, shall bring my offering. Mm-hmm. So he said, he said, tell them the children of the book, the 12 tribes of Israel, just wait on me. He said, oh, what you got to do is make sure you got the law, statutes, and commandments together. He said, just wait on me. You're doing my law, statutes, and commandments. He said, now, after I beat everybody up, all the nations, after I beat them up real good, he said, then when I turn the nations back to one language, as I destroyed their language in the 11th chapter, he said, then I'm going to turn everybody back to a pure language, one language, then all of the ones that have made it will call on them four letters with one consent. So that's when they can all call on them four letters with one consent after the beatdown. He said, but keep my law, statutes, and commandments because once I beat everybody up, then I'm going to turn the whole world back to a pure language one language. So our main goal today is to make sure we got the laws, statutes, and the commandments right. If we got that part right, that's when we're going to be in this. The laws, statutes, and the commandments. Now, we're going to the 28th chapter, Elder Yagdai Israel. We're going to the book called Genesis 28, and we're going to look at something in the 28th chapter of the book of the 28th chapter of Genesis. And we'll look at verse 1, 3, 4, and 6. We'll take a look at something that was written. Six and on the camera, make sure you take note. And... We're going to the 28th chapter and look at a, a profound statement. So you read the 28th chapter, back up and read 12, 1, 2, and 3. Let's see where all this is coming from. In the 12th chapter of Genesis, verse 1, 2, and 3, Elder, God, God, Israel, what is there we can read in 12, 1, 2, and 3? Book of Genesis, chapter 12, verse number 1, 2, and verse number 3, read. Book of Genesis 12, verse number 1. And Yahweh said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country, and from, the, and from thy kindred, and from your father's family, unto a land that I will show thee. Verse number 2. And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great, 
and thou shalt be a blessing. Verse number three. Now we bless them that bless you. Curse them that curse you. And then you shall all families of the earth be blessed. Mm-hmm. And now, and you, Abram, out your Lord, all the families that come out your Lord to be blessed. So now, now that was a big statement he made. But he also tapped that word in called a blessing to be what kind of word in verse number two. If something he said in this verse two, this blessing will make him something in verse two. What did it say that hell in verse two about this blessing? He said, I will bless thee that blesses you and all that good stuff. And in thee, all the families of the earth will be blessed. But something he said in verse two about this blessing that I want to kind of peep at a little bit. Verse two. Book of Genesis, chapter 12, verse number 2 reads, I'll make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee. Make thy name great, and you shall be a blessing. Mm-hmm. He said, I will, I will make thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. Now, i got a precept that he ordered. But I gotta find out another definition for this word called blessing. I need another definition for this word called blessing. And let's see another word another word for this blessing by going to the twenty eighth chapter of Genesis twenty eight. Let's look at verse one, three, four, and six. Let's see what it says in twenty eight. Verse number one, three, four, and six. And then we'll get down to verse 10, and we'll take it on down to verse number 14. 10 through 14. You're on the clock, come on. The book of Genesis, chapter 28, verse number one, verse three through four. Verse number six, verse 10 through 14 reads, Book of Genesis, chapter 28, verse number 1 reads, And Isaac called Jacob, and blessed him, and charged him, and said unto him, I shall not take a wife of the daughter of Canaan. Verse number 3, And Yahweh Almighty bless thee, and make thee fruitful, and multiply thee, that mayest be a multitude of people. Verse number 4, Give thee the blessing of Abraham to thee, to thy seed, with thee. Thou mayest inherit the land wherein thou art a stranger, which Yahweh gave unto Abraham. Verse number six. When he saw, saw that Isaac had blessed Jacob and sent him away to Padanaram, to him to, to take him a wife from thence, that as he blessed him, he gave him a charge said, I should not take a wife of the daughter of Canaan. Verse number 10. And Jacob went out from Beersheba and went toward Haran. Verse 11. He lighted upon a certain place and carried there all night because the sun was set. And he took up the stones of that place and put them for his pillow and lay down in that place to sleep. Verse number 12. 
He dreamed to behold a ladder set up on the earth, and the top of it reached to heaven. And behold, the angel of Yahweh ascended and descended on it. Verse number 13. And behold, Yahweh stood above it and said, And Yahweh of Abraham, your father, Yahweh of Isaac, the land whereof thou liest, to thee will I give it, and to thy seed. Verse number 14. The seed shall be as the dust of the earth, that shall spread abroad to the west, to the east, to the north, and to the south. And in you, and in your seed, all the family of the earth be blessed. Mm-hmm. He said Esau saw this thing. He said he saw his father bless Jacob. He said he saw this thing. Let's back up a little bit here. Let's find out what what did he saw, and let's see let's see what his response is. And uh, back up to twenty seven chapters, and we'll look at what did he see. That we can read, and, I, and I'm really looking at what he's saying in verse 33, but I'm just kind of walking down a little bit. In 27 chapter, what do we say in verse 23? Book of Genesis, chapter 27, verse number 23 reads. Book of Genesis 27, verse 23 reads. And he discerned him not, because his hand was hairy, as his brother Esau had, so he blessed him. Mm-hmm. So, he, he, this was by the hand of Yahweh, so he disguised, he said, plain, uh, verse 22, that this is the voice of Jacob, but uh, it's the hand of Esau. So Esau had that um, goat, and he had that uh, horse hair on, his, on him. And so that's that's another sign of who the people of Israel, uh, Esau today, they ever had the people that have goat or horse hair all over them. That's a sign of who, uh, who Esau is today, but we're not taking care of that. We're going to look at something else. What happened to verse 25? Look at Genesis 27, verse 25 reads, Book of Genesis 27, verse number 25. He said, Bring it near to me, and I will eat of my son venison, that my soul may bless thee. And he brought it near to him, and he did eat. He brought him wine, and he drank. Mm -hmm. Verse 27. Verse number 27 reads, Genesis 27, verse 27. He came near and kissed him. And he smelled the smell of his rent, and he blessed him. He said, See, the smell of my son is as the smell of a field, which Yahweh had blessed. Mm-hmm. And his raiment is his garment. So, they, so he was wearing his garment back there in the days way before Moses was brought back to the kitchen. They just over, over there in Egypt wearing a miniskirt in Egypt. But they were wearing garments way back here. But again, we find out right now that this word called a blessing, it's got a multiplication to it in the good thing. Let's see what it says in um, verse number 
show now in verse 33. Let's find out something. Now, pick up verse 31 just to make it sound good. 31 and 33. The book of Genesis 27, verse 31 and verse 33 reads, verse number 31, And he had also had made savory meat and brought it unto his father. He said unto his father, Let my father rise and eat of his son's venison, that thy soul may bless me. Verse number 33, And Isaac trembled very exceedingly and said, Who were is he that hath taken venison and brought it meat? And have eaten of all before thou camest, and have blessed him. Yea, and he shall be blessed. Mm-hmm. You now, whoever that was that brought me already that good meal, if it wasn't you, Esau, so that must have been your brother. And guess what? Your brother going to be blessed. So he said, that's the end of it, because that was the hand of Yahweh. So let's see what, let's see what he did behind that. Verse number 34, Genesis 27, verse 34. When Esau heard the words of his father, he cried with a great and exceeding bitter cry, and said unto his father, Bless me, even me also, O my father. You see what he said? What a bitter cry. He's your father. Bless me also. He said, give me, give me some blessings. Let's find out. A little bit more about that conversation in verse 36. Verse number 36. And he said, Is not he rightly named Jacob? For he has supplanted me these two times. He took away my birthright. Behold, now you have taken away my blessing. And he said, Has thou not reserved a blessing for me? Mm-hmm. Okay, so now he's talking to his father. Hey, father. Okay, well, you, you, you got anything for me, Father? He don't deliver me up these two times. Well, that's another lesson on it, but um, in verse 38, what happened? Let's see what he said again in verse 38. Verse number 38. Genesis 27, verse 38. Esau said unto his father, As I but one blessed, my father, bless me, even me also. O oh, my father. And Esau lifted up his voice and wept. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then he started crying. And what happened next in 79 through 41? Verse number 39. And Isaac, his father, answered and said unto him, Behold, thy dwelling shall be the fatness of the earth, and of the dew of heaven from above. Verse number 40. By the sword, and by thy sword shall thy live, shall serve thy brother. It shall come to pass when thou shalt have the dominion, thou shalt break his yoke from off thy neck. Verse 41. Esau hated Jacob because of the blessing. Well, with his father, blessed him. And Esau said in his mind, The days of mourning for my father are at hand. Then would I slay my brother Jacob. Mm-hmm. He's going to kill him because of the blessing his father gave him. So let's set it up to go to 32 there, El. Let's just let's up to 32 and find out what happened in 32 verse 1. In 32 verse 1, so the, the blessing was in the hand of Jacob. 
Let's find out what happened as time went on in verse 32, 32 one. The book of Genesis, chapter 32, verse number one reads, And Jacob went on his way, and the angel of Yahweh met him. Genesis 32, verse 24 reads, Jacob was left alone, and there wrestled a man with him until the breaking of a day. So, so, so this man, we know this man is an angel. So now we know something going on right here. This man is, um, Jacob is wrestling with this man. This man is an angel. So that's letting us know to get what we got to get to, we going to have to have the, some wrestling in us to get to what we got to get to. Because we're going to find out something along the way. Jacob is wrestling with an angel. And it ain't going to be no easy, it'll be no easy than that. Because this angel going to do something to him in verse 25. Let's see what happens in verse 25. The book of Genesis 32, verse number 25 reads, When he saw that he prevailed not against him, he touched the hollow of his side. Hollow of Jacob's thigh was out of joint as he wrestled with him. So the angel hit Jacob's real thigh. Not his thigh out of joint. Put, a, put his thigh going out of joint. So you know he was wrestling. Now, every time a person gets off into anything, if he gets a little groove, he's going to break rank and break out running. But see, just letting you know. To get to where you got to get to, you're going to have to hold on. So he see he had to go through something. So why you think you ain't got to go through something? The angel hit him with that right hook right in that thigh here. Bang! Knocked his thigh out of joint. Let's see if he let go and break rank. What happened in the next verse? Verse number 26. And he said, let me go, for the day breaketh. And he said, I will not let thee go, except thou bless me. Ain't that something? You just you, you rejoin an angel? I ain't letting you go. He said, I want a blessing. So this blessing seems like to be something that you have to wrap for to get it. This blessing. So he said, I ain't letting you go until you bless me. Now let's find out, since the angel, he already, the thing already been set up, but they read the book in heaven too. So he knew he was going to say that to him by him reading the book. Because it's very plain, uh, Brother Micaiah, in, in the 46th chapter 9 through 11, of Isaiah, Brother Micaiah, hey, Brother Micaiah Israel, it's very plain in Isaiah 46, 9 through 11. What do you say that, Brother Micaiah Israel? Come on. We're going to the book of Isaiah, chapter 46. We're going to pick it up at verses 9 down to verse number 11. The book of Isaiah, chapter 46, 
verse 9 down to verse number 11. Book of Isaiah, chapter 46, verse 9 down to verse number 11, verse 9 reads, Remember the former things of old, for I am Yahweh, and there is none else. I am Yahweh, and there is none like me. Verse 10, declaring the end from the beginning, and from ancient times the things that are not yet done, saying, My counsel shall stand, and I will do all my pleasure. Verse 11, calling a ravenous bird from the east, the man that execute my counsel from a far country. Yes, I have spoken it. I will also bring it to pass. I have proposed it. I will also do it. Mm-hmm. So you see, the angel already knew, knew it because, remember, when you read Revelation chapter 5, and you read that the, the seven seal was, the book was sealed and all that good stuff, and then the father sat down to the son and straightened them up and told them down to straighten them angels up. And when and when they got the word, they came down and looked for somebody too now here called the seer. And that's what they came looking for. So it was already understood that Jacob was going to, but he had to go through it because it was written in the Bible's book. So now he said, um, let me go. He said, I ain't letting you go. Except that bless me. That's what he wants. So he wants a blessing. And um, let's see the angels sit up to say to him in verse 27. What did the angel say in verse 27? Ill. Book of Genesis, chapter 32. Verse number 27 reads, Book of Genesis 32, verse number 27. And he said unto him, What is your name? He said, Jacob. Hmm. Verse 28. I want to talk about this right here. So you mean this wrestling match is going on here. He got hit on the side. And he got hit on the side. And they're wrestling. They're doing all their thing. And now, daybreak is coming in. Names are letting me go. He said, I ain't letting you go until you bless me. And the first thing the angel asked him a question. What is your name? What is your name? What is your name? You are you wrestling with me and you ain't letting me go? So my my question is to you, what is your name? What's the next verse he say in twenty eight? Genesis thirty two, verse twenty eight. He said Thy name shall be called no more Jacob, but Israel. For the prince had that power with Yahweh and with men, and has prevailed. Mm-hmm. So all so this blessing. So when you identify this word, this word blessing in the Bible, it's point at what he wanted was a blessing, and angel said, "Okay, I'll give you a blessing." I'll change your name from Jacob to Israel, and I'll tell you what this word means. It means as a prince, you're going to have power with Yahweh and with power with men. So let me tell you something. They don't care about, about you being African-American, Negro, and color, but just don't say you Israel. That's how you get things to jump. 
They don't care if you Muslim. They don't care if you whatever. But when you say you Israel, that's when you start seeing them because they know the more you identify with the Bible, the timeline is short on the world. They're going to do everything they can. They can't keep you away from you using the name that give you power of Yahweh. And we have power of man because you have prevailed. That's why it's so important to put on the end of your name Israel. Because then we put them that means Yahweh going to intervene because he knows that's my child calling me. You remember back in the days when you had the young child and they in the crib and they started crying? Don't you recognize your, your child crying? And don't immediately you stop what you're doing and go get your child won't. That's so that's why it's so important to understand who you are. See, right. You got to know who you are. The blessing that Jacob wants, Angel gave him was a change in the name. And that name came a program. I want to go back and show you the biblical definition with the word blessing means. The biblical meaning according to the Bible. What the word blessing means, we're going to read it. What is the Bible definition of blessing? The Bible definition. The key to it is what do the Bible say of blessing means? Let's see. The Bible says. We go on and look at a statement there, Elder. We're going to look at a statement, see we get the biblical definition out of the Bible. What the word blessing means with the Bible. We go on and look at the 28th chapter. And we'll look at verse number three. Let's look at Genesis 28, verse three. We're going to get the biblical definition of what the word blessing means according to verse three. What is there in 28, verse three? Look at Genesis chapter 28. Verse number three reads, Yahweh Almighty bless thee and make thee fruitful, multiply thee, and thou mayest be a multitude of people. Mm-hmm. So, El, according to that verse, the word blessing means what? According to that verse you just got to read. What, what, what do the biblical definition of the word blessing mean? I will make you fruitful and multiply you. That's what the word blessed means in the Bible. Fruitful and multiplication. Multiplying. Now, now we want to get a second witness on it. And once you once you cover the second witness, then that's the end of it. The word blessing in the Bible means a fruitful and a multiplication. So now I want to go and look at the 27th chapter. And Yahweh was above the ladder. He was above a ladder there, El, while he was giving a little shout out. He was above a ladder, and he said something. So now I'm struggling on the verse, but he said 
something above the ladder. Um, so now the young line of elder want to help those stay out. He made a profound statement above the ladder about a certain word that was precept what we're looking at. So can y'all help those stay out? So he's struggling right now looking for the verse precept. Come on. Book of Genesis 28, verse number 13 reads, Behold, Yahweh stood above it and said, And Yahweh Abraham, thy father, Yahweh of Isaac, the land were on thy life, to thee will I give it, and to thy seed. Mm-hmm. All right. I, 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 need, I need a little bit more. Let's, let's look at the next verse there, 14. Let's, I, I need a little bit more. How about a little bit more here on the first 14? Verse number 14 reads, Thy seed shall be as the dust of the earth, that shall spread abroad to the west, and to the east, and to the north, and to the south. And in thee and in thy seed shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Mm-hmm. So he repeated the same thing he told Abraham back there in that 12th chapter 1, 2, and 3. He repeated the same thing about this blessing and everything that come out your lawn will be on be a blessing to you and all we got to do is one thing is make a decision according to his word because in the early part of the lesson we read that in that 8 verse 3 man live by every word that he says and we also read in romans chapter 3 verse 3 3 and 4 says that you let yahweh be true and every man is a liar so when you read this Bible, every time you see the word blessing in the Bible, it's a multiplication and what the, it's an increase for you. So the word blessing in the Bible is an increase. That's what it means. But we know man is going to come in there and change some things. We know what man going to do. But that's why he said something to a hey, hey, mother Eve. That's why he said something in the 50th chapter about this man. He told David, he sent the angel down there to write something about this man. And 50 verse 16 and 17, Mother, Mother Eve, he said, listen, hey, hey, this miserable spirit, this angel, you get down there and you talk to David and put this in writing because this man is going to do some things. But I want you to know about this man in advance. In the book of Psalms, verse 16 and 17 says, Hey, Mother Eve, what do we say in Psalms chapter 50, verse 16 and 17? The book of Psalms, chapter 50, verse 15, 16 and 17. The book of Psalms, chapter 50, verse 15, uh, verse 16 and 17. Verse 16 reads, But unto the wicked, Yahweh said, What have thou to do to declare my statutes? Or that thou shouldest take my covenant in thy mouth? 17. Seeing thou hast instructed and hast cast my word behind thee. Mm-hmm. He says, uh, he 
he's saying to the wicked mother, he says, what do you got to do concerning my covenant? Huh? He's talking to the wicked. He says, um, unto, unto the wicked, Yahweh says, what thou have to declare my statutes. So that's talking about old, you know, John Strong, too. Oh, John Strong. See, people have a tendency to look at what John Strong said. This is not the point what John Strong said. It's what the Yahweh said. See, a lot of people can go grab John Strong's encyclopedia dictionary and say what John Strong said. Okay, well, he said, well, Yahweh said, well, hey, David, put in my book. That what did I say? If I say this is the way it is, that's the end of it. But we have we'll go grab John Strong's book and we'll let John Strong make a statement and say, see what John Strong said? What is John John Strong is the sentence of the wicked? What he's saying is a crapshoot. If it contradicts the Bible, the Bible is right. We read in, and let Yahweh be true, and every man, even John Strong, alike. <laughs> Nothing contradicts the Bible. Now, Mother, give me a precept on that in 34, 16, and 17 of the book of Isaiah. Give me a precept, Mother. See, one thing about it. The Bible will back itself up. Always go to the Bible, believe the Bible first before we believe man on anything. Because man, time is always. But Yahweh knew his time, and Yahweh right now the sun is on the right hand of the Bible. Every time the word blessing or blessed in the Bible is a multiplication. That's how it's used in the Bible. But you got the same man called John Strong, descendants of Esau and his five sons, translated as today as the white man and white woman, or said, No, blessed means something totally different. Well, you can't contradict the Bible. Do you lose? So if the Bible tells you one thing and identify that, then go with the Bible, so this man lives forever. Now, what did it say, Mother? 34th chapter, verse 16 and 17. That's Isaiah 34. Isaiah chapter 34, verse 16 and 17. Verse 16. Seek you out of the book of the Yahweh and read. No one of these shall fall, fail. None shall want. Her mate, from my mouth it has commanded, and his spirit it has gathered them. 17. And he has cast the lot for them, and his hand has divided it unto them by line. They shall possess it forever, from generation to generation. They dwell therein. Mm. That said, do what, Mother, in verse 16? Now, all this going to happen 
what in verse 16? Seek out of the book of Yahweh. And what? And read. <laughs> and read. So now, now precept that mother in Revelation 1, verse 3. Precept that. Now, if we do that, see what we got coming. Now, let's precept that to 1, verse 3, and see what we got coming. We're going to precept that mother. What we got coming if we do that? 1, verse 3. The book of Revelation, chapter 1, verse 3. Revelation, chapter 1, verse 3, reads. Revelation, chapter 1, verse 3, reads. Blessed is he that reads, and they that hear the words of this prophet, and keep those things which were written therein. For the time is at hand. Mm-hmm. So you best when you read what's in this book and go with this book. Now the angel again came back to David again, mother. Hey, mother, be of Israel. Tell me Matthew 24, verse 40, out of verse 42, waiting on me. Mother, be of Israel. Matthew 24, verse 40, down to verse 42. Now, and now, mother, eat. Here come the angel again down to David. And let's see what he said in Psalm 68, verse 26. Then skip down to 32, down to verse 35. Let's see what's going on, mother. We're going to Psalm 68, verse 26. Then skip down to 32 to 35. Let's see what's going on here, mother. You're going to age again. Now, the Psalm told, hey, ain't you get on down there because it's a few things that you have left out, and I want you to go down there and take care a little bit. Let's see what he said in Psalm 68, verse 26, get down to 32, down to verse 35. What do you say, Mo? Book of Psalm, chapter 68, verses 26, 32, to 35. Psalm 68, verse 26. Verse 26 reads, Bless ye Yahweh in the congregation, even the Yahweh from the fountain of Israel. Verses 32 to 35. Verse 32. Sing unto Yahweh, you kingdom. Verse 35. Verse 32, sing unto Yahweh, ye kingdom of the earth. O sing praises unto the Yahweh, the Lord. 33, to him that rideth upon the heaven of heaven, which were of old, low, he doeth send out his voice, and that a mighty voice, thirty-four. Ascribe ye strength, ascribe ye strength unto Yahweh, his excellence is over Israel, and his strength is in the clouds, thirty-five. O Yahweh, 
us are troubled out of thy righteous place. The Yahweh of Israel is he that giveth strength and power unto his people. Blessed be Yahweh. Blessed be Yahweh. Well, help me out, Mother. In Genesis 26, 29, can you make that, make that little more plain with a precept? And 29, make that little more plain, Mother. What it says in Genesis 26, 29. Book of Genesis, chapter 26, verse 29. Genesis chapter 26, verse 29. Verse 29 reads, That thou wouldest do us no hurt, as we have not touched thee, and as we have done unto thee nothing but good, and have sent the way, and have sent the way in peace. Thus are now the blessed of the Yahweh. The, the blessing on who? Yahweh. See, once you're in peace, you have the blessing of Yahweh with you. Now, uh, Mother dear of Israel. Now, Mother dear of Israel, we know you're holding something in Matthew 24, 40, 42, that Mother dear of Israel. Hey, Mother dear yeah. of Israel, what it says in Matthew 24, verse 40, out of verse 42? Matthew's. Chapter 24, verse 40 to 42. Verse 40 reads, Then shall two be in the field. The one shall be taken and the other left. 41. Two women shall be grinding, grinding at the mill. The one shall be taken and the other left. 42, watch therefore, for you know not what hour your Yahweh do come. That'd be coming, yeah. As you like Mother read earlier, Mother read that earlier about uh, in 7 verse 6. He said, look here. He said, you know, you know his time, but, but um, our time is always. He said, we better, we better make sure we watching because uh, they, was, they was in the field and one was taken and one was left. So now we have to fix it on the count now. We clear on what's going on. One was taken and one left. So I'm not going to ask the mother which one she want to be taking the left, but that's a bombshell on the national audience about one taking and one left. Well, everybody will say one thing, well, we're going to find out with a precept and just put them on your mind, taking and one left. Hmm. I wonder which one do you want to be, one taking, one left. So we're going to do going to precept that mother in the book that was taken out in 1885 and see what's going on 
by going to Shaq and Ezra, chapter 13, verse 16 down to verse 22. We're going to find out. We're going to find out something. Now, we're stopping at 24. Let's read 16 down to verse 24. That was a good one. Let's find out. But, you know, that's something to think about today. They watch these movies. They be driving the cars. One was taken and one was left. One was driving the car, and the passenger, the passenger was taken, and the other was left. He looked up and said he was gone. So now, then Christianity kick in real good, and then we be, they be all over the place. But let's preach up there to see what's going on, mother. We're going to second Ezra. The question we ask you, which one on the national audience side, which one you want to be taken or left? You know, how you, you know how you find this answer? By precept in your Bible, the second Ezra chapter 13, verse 16 through 24, and let Mother be up Israel deliver the knockout blow. Come on. You, you, you say uh, second Ezra 13, 16, yes. mm-hmm. 16 to 24? Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what. Read verse, read verse 17. 16 and 17, and close the 17 with me. I just want to comment. Just read 16 and 17. I just want to comment to, to uh, wet the national order's feet. I want to comment on something. Read verse 16 and 17, mother. Second Ezra chapter 13, verse 16 and 17. Verse 16. For as I conceived in my understanding, Woe unto them that shall be left in those days, and much more woe unto them that are not left behind. 17. For they that were not left were in heaviness. Is that, is that uh, 16 and 17? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm clear what I said, Mother. I'm clear what I said. That's big verse you said. You said, what you said again in, in verse 17? For they that were not left were in heaviness. They that were not left. That means they did not left them, the ones that were taken. So the ones that's going to be taken is going to be in what mother? According to verse 17? <laughs> in heaviness. You hear that? So the ones that, that's going to be taken, they're going to be in what mother? In heaviness. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what it says now. In, in 18 down to verse 24, Mother. Let's find out about a, a profound word, 18 down to verse 24. What happened next in 18 and 24? Second Ezra chapter 13, verse 18. Now, understanding how the things that are laid up in the latter days, which shall happen unto them and to those that are left behind. 
Verse 19. Therefore are they come into great perils and many necessities, like as those dreams declare. Verse 20. Yet it is easy easier for him that is in danger to come into those things than to pass away as a cloud out of the world and not to see the things that happen in the last days. And he answered unto me and said, 21, the interpretation of the vision shall I show you. And I will open unto you the things that thou hast required. 22. Whereas thou hast spoken of them that are left behind. This is the interpretation. 23. He that shall endure the perils and the time has kept himself, they that be fallen into danger are such as have work and faith the covenant towards the Almighty. 24. Now this, therefore, that they which be left behind are more blessed than they that be dead. Chronicles, 
22, chapter 22, verse 11, 12, and 16. Verse 12, hallelujah, Yahweh. Verse 12, verse 11. Now, my son, Yahweh, be with thee and prosper you and build the house of Yahweh, your Yahweh, as he has said of you. 12, only Yahweh give you wisdom and understanding and give you charge concerning Israel that you may keep the law of the Yahweh, your Yahweh. Verse 16. Of the gold, the silver, and the brass, and the iron, there is no number. Arise, therefore, and be doing and the Yahweh be with you. Ain't that them? So, so what, what do we got to do? So what do we got to be doing to the meantime to be part of the one that's left to get this blessing? According to what you just got to read now, Sister uh, Mary, what, what do we got to be doing according to what David was instructing the son? What do we got to be doing until that time? Because we don't know when that time, we don't know when that time come now. So according to 1 Chronicles 22, 11, 12, and 16, what do we got to be, to be doing? I mean, what, what we got to be about Bill Williams' thing? What we got to be doing? Come on. What is, give me some on that. The law of the Yahweh. Yeah. And? As be doing, excellent, excellent, sister Mary, We got to be doing the law, cause we don't know when our time is coming. So we got to make sure he catch us. The last act that we were doing was his law, statutes, and commandments, as it was written. So that's what we got to make sure. We got to make sure that we doing law, statutes, and the commandments. That's what we got to make sure. We got to make sure we be doing. So now, give me a precept on that, uh, Sister Miriam. Give me Luke chapter 12, verse 43. I need a precept on that. Then we're going to bring Mother Z in. Well, Mother Z got a commentary for tonight, case uh, number 87. We're going to bring Mother Z in to the commentary on case number mm-hmm. 87. What, verse, what chapter is that again, 12? Uh, Luke chapter 12, verse 43. Verse 43. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Yahweh. Luke chapter 12, verse 43 says, Blessed is that servant whom his Yahweh, when he cometh, shall find so doing. You see that? So, so we're going to be blessed if Yahweh find us what, uh, we gonna be we got a blessing on us if Yahweh find us what? Keeping the law? Doing. Doing. So we yeah. gotta make sure we and doing is keeping his law, statutes, and the commandments. And there's the death. Right. So 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 now so now we see what we have to make sure and we all can get it for ourselves. We can't get it for nobody else. No. 
we got to make sure we're doing the long second in the command. That we all look line and sprinkle in the long chapters in the commandments and be doing them. Now, look what it says, um, Sister Mary, and Romans 2.13. We're going to bring Mother Z in and give a commentary for the night, Cake 87. And then we're going to swing down and take a look at Micaiah and second. Timothy 1, 6, and 7, then 2 Peter 3, verse 1, then swing right down to look at Haggai 1, 2, and 3, and 8 through 14. We'll, we'll have it all, have that waiting on me there, young line. So now, what you getting ready to read there, uh, Sister Miriam? Romans chapter 2, verse 13. Hallelujah. They're not the hearers of the law are just before Yahweh, but the doers of the law shall be justified. Hallelujah. Yahweh. But now we see we got to be a doer today. So we just can't, you know, we got to make sure that we're doing this law. That's the command. That's how we get our blessing. You know, we're getting around. And um, and mother, and mother Eve, have me um, Ezekiel fourteen, fourteen through twenty in the closing statement waiting on me there, mother. Let's get five, mother Z. Hey, mother Z, another one of mothers out of camp one. Hey, mother Z. Well, we catch you on for tomorrow now. If we catch you on tomorrow, so now, now young man. That's what you think. A photo of the night. Take a look at what's got to happen. So what's got to be doing? So in 2 Peter 3, verse number 1, between down to 2 Timothy chapter 1, it says, Gene, give me Haggai 1 down to 3 and 8 down to verse 14. What's going on with them verses there, Brother Makai Israel, one of them? All right, you say <clears throat> back in Timothy chapter one, verse six and seven, right? Uh, Second Peter three one. And on, that one first. Peter chapter 3, verse 1 reads, This second epistle, beloved, 
I now write unto you, in both which I stir up your pure minds by way of remembrance. Mm-hmm. We're going through the book of Haggai. Yeah, yeah, remember what? So Peter said, I will, I will stir up your, your mind to remember. Remember what? Haggai, 1 down to verse 4, 8 down to verse 14, come on. We're going to the book of Haggai, chapter 1, 8 down to verse, call the scriptures out again, still, hold on, I got something different. Haggai, chapter 1, 1 down to verse 4, 8 down to verse 14, young mind, come on. All right, the book of Haggai, chapter 1, verse 1 down to verse number 4, and 8 down to verse number 14, and it reads, the book of Haggai, chapter 1, verse 1 reads, In the second year of Darius, the king, in the sixth month, in the first day of the month, came the word of Yahweh by Haggai the seal, unto Zerubbabel, the son of Shatayel, governor of Yadaju, to Joshua, the son of Josedan, the high priest, saying, Thus speaketh the Yahweh, time is not come. The time that the Yahuwah's temple should be built. Verse number three. Then came the word of Yahuwah by Haggai the seer, saying, verse four, it is, is it time for you to dwell in your, uh, your sealed houses in this house lie waste? Verse eight. Go up to the mountain. And bring wood and build the temple, and I will take pleasure in it, and I will be honored, says the Yahweh. Verse 9. You looked for much, and lo, it came too little. And when you bought it home, I did blow, I did blow upon it. Why, says the Yahweh of hosts? Because my house is waste because my temple is waste and you run every man unto his own house verse 10 therefore the heaven over you is saved from dew and the earth is saved from the fruit verse 11 for a drought upon the land and upon the mountain and upon the corn and upon the new wine and upon the oil and upon that which the ground bringeth forth, and upon all, and upon men, and upon cattle, and upon all the labor of the land. Verse 12. Then Zubabel, the son of Shatayel, and Joshua, the son of Josedach, the high priest, with all the remnant of the people, obeyed the voice of the Yahweh their Yahweh in the words of Haggai the seer, as the Yahweh their Yahweh had sent them. Him and the people did fear before the Yahweh. Verse 13. Spake Haggai the, then spake Haggai the Yahweh's messenger and the Yahweh's message unto the people, saying, I am with you, says the Yahweh. And the Yahweh stirred up the spirit of Zubabel, the son of Shatayel, governor of Yadajudah, the spirit of Joshua. The spirit of Joshua, the son of Josedach, the high priest, and the spirit of all the remnant of the people, 
And they came and did work in the temple of the Yahweh of hosts. There, Yahweh. Mm-hmm. So he said the, 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 the word went out from Yahweh to the seer, tell him it's time to start looking at this thing. He said it's time to build that school, banquet hall, radio station, get your own garden going. He said time is now. So Yahweh want to catch us doing. So what we have to do, we got to stir up some spirit there. Now, young lion, you, you read the final verse, but, um, you know, I kind of got complex with that verse. And um, and that second, Timothy, I want you to look at it real carefully and verse number six and seven again, because uh, I was stuck with that. So let's, let's look at that second Timothy again, real carefully, verse six and seven. And let's see if you would still read the same way that you read it once before. Look at verse 6 and 7 again and come up. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 6 and verse number 7. Verse 6 reads, Wherefore I put you in remembrance that you stir up the gift of Yahweh in you by the putting of my hand. Verse 7. For Yahweh have not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, wherefore I put in remember, see, again, St. J. Peter said about this remember. See, we got to remember some things. Make this thing happen, we got to remember some things. We got to be coming back to remembrance. To the children of Israel went into captivity, we got to remember some things. Children of Israel were in the captivity. We need to remember some things. So now, um, things we need to know, Elder Yahweh Israel. So in Daniel, what is, yeah, let's look at Daniel chapter 11, and this points to what's going on in the world today. Um, what is saying, WCC? Well, we're going to mute the elder off the broadcast for tonight. Well, it's your radio station. I guess you can do what you want to do. What can I say? So, um, Mother E, we know you're holding 14, 14 down in verse 20. So we might as well get that verse out the way here, Mother. You know, WCC, they got the power over this radio station. So what can we say? And Daniel, now I tell you what, Mother, Mother, go ahead and get that 14 down to verse 20, uh, Mother. We go on to Ezekiel, make it Ezekiel, Mother. 14 down to verse 18. 14, 18, Mother, close the statement. Take your time there, Mother. And a closing statement, and we'll catch you tomorrow at 6 o'clock. Mali, Ezekiel, chapter 14, verse 14, out of verse 18, come up. Book Ezekiel, chapter 14, verses 14 to 18. 14. Ezekiel, chapter 14, verse 14, read. 
though these remained, nor Daniel and Job were in it. They should deliver but their own soul by their righteousness, said the Yahweh 15. If I, if I cause Narfan me to pass through the land, and they saw it, so that it be selfish, that no man may pass through because of this beast. Verse 16. Though these three men were in it, as I live, said Yahweh, Yahweh, they shall deliver neither son nor daughter. They only shall be delivered by the land. But only shall be delivered, be delivered, but the land shall be gathered. Verse 17. Uh, if I bring a sword upon that land and say, Lord, go through the land, so that I cut off man and beast from it. Verse 18. Though these three men were in it, as I live, said the Yahweh, they shall deliver neither son nor daughter, but they only shall be delivered themselves. So you see, we got to understand one thing as we teach and go through this understanding. We got to lead by example, but we can't, we can't be caught up in thinking that our marriage will help somebody that's close to us. We're all going to be able to deliver ourselves. Keep that in your mind. So that's why we have to make sure we understand that. We only can deliver ourselves. Matter of fact, you don't mind having the you know, 7th chapter of 2nd Hebrew, chapter 7, verse 1, had that waiting on me. So all we do is deliver ourselves. You can't deliver from mama, daddy, sister, brother, or better ass. You got to make sure you deliver for yourself. Closing statement tomorrow, mother, I kept you six o'clock. Mother, mother, eat. Take your time and give us a closing statement. And let them know, mother, they got to hold on. It's up to them. They got to hold on for themselves. You're the clock for your closing statement that come out. I'm thanking, praising y'all for the class and for the listeners and for all the ones that participate in the class. Thanking, praising y'all for it. Hallelujah, y'all.
And we'll catch you, you tomorrow at 6 o'clock on the dot. Come on. James chapter 1, verses 1, 12 to 15. <clears throat> Verse 1. James, the servant of Yahweh, the father, and Yahweh, the son, to the 12 tribes which are scattered abroad, greeting. Verse 12. Blessed is the man that endures temptation. For when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which Yahweh has promised to them that love him. Verse 13, let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of Yahweh. For Yahweh cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempest he any man. 14, but every man is tempted when he is drawn away to his own lust and enticed. 15. Then when lust has conceived it, brings forth sin. And sin, when it is finished, brings forth death. Oh, that's big talk there, mother. What's your problem, Satan? And let's get you tomorrow at 6 o'clock on the dock. Come on. <clears throat> Ecclesiastic chapter 5, um, verse 1. Keep thy foot when thou goest into the temple of Yahweh, and be more ready to hear than to give the sacrifice of fools. For they consider not that they do evil. Verse 2. Be not rash with thy mouth. And let not thine mind be haste to utter anything before Yahweh. For Yahweh is in heaven and thou upon the earth. Therefore, let your words be fruit. Verse 4. <laughs> when thou vowest a vow unto Yahweh, defer not to pay it, for he has no pleasure in fools. Pay that which thou hast vowed. Verse 5. Better is it that thou should, shouldest not vow than that thou shouldest vow and not pay. Verse 6. <laughs> Suffer not thy mouth to, be, to cause your flesh to sin. Neither say thou before the angel that it was an error. Wherefore <laughs> should Yahweh be angry at your voice? and destroy the works of thine hand. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
So in 21, I don't want to precept you. Can you go see up in your line? You know the precept somewhere in that for what mother just got these dropping down and grand child. See, we got to be about this man business. We about this man business. We got a whole lot coming because we're going to intervene. So we got to get some, some video about this. So now, mother just dropped a profound statement. I need a precept on that, uh, young lion. Can you, can you help those see out with a precept on that? I'm struggling right now. Can you help those see out? And we're going to pass it on to the Sumerian. And, but I'm struggling. See, old Sear every now and then, he gets to struggling every now and then. And sometimes he struggles because he wants to struggle. And, uh, <laughs> But I, I, I don't pass have it. Yeah, I'm passing on. I'm passing on. I don't have it right now. Hallelujah. Well. So, you Years. So that's why you be very careful 
what comes out of the mouth, because y'all far from home to tell you, and the angel's going to drop it down. And matter of fact, um, we'll take it at tomorrow, let's get the crop. Now, now, Sister Miriam, Miriam Rose, now you don't heard of a final lesson, so what is your closing statement and what, what message you want to leave to this national audience over the 900,000 strong, the elders listen, the mothers listen, the teachers listen, and the old still listen? What kind of message you want to leave until tomorrow at 6 o'clock? You want to clock, come on, closing statement, come on. Hallelujah. Um, just meant to, um, when we was at the class yesterday, I, I meant to leave a free will offering, so so watch me apologies for that, but I'll get to you on that note, uh, Seer. So it's uh, one word, endurance. Take it how you take it, you all. Endurance is the word. Hallelujah.
let us know we got to do what the mirror in Israel says. We got to endure. We got to endure this thing. And we got to we got to make sure we got people enduring. No doubt about it. That means we got to make sure we be upon this thing because time is at hand. So now, young lad, I want to get, I want to give me one more verse in, just to just to let to let the master order. Oh, uh, we know what's going on. We'll pick you up tomorrow. But in Daniel chapter eleven, verse fourteen and forty-five. See, we want to throw them on the table. We're going to be looking at this prophecy of what's going on today and why everybody grew to their television that won our faith. But we ain't used to none of that. we watching this Bible. Look what's going on in Daniel chapter 11, verse 14 and 45, and the closing statement. We'll leave it like that to tomorrow. Like tomorrow at 6 o'clock. Sister Marion, the mother, we'll be ready to go at 6 o'clock. Let's get it on at this process. Daniel chapter 11, verse 14 and 45. Come on. Book of Daniel chapter 11, verse 14 and verse 45. Book of Daniel chapter 11, verse 14 and verse 45, verse 14. Read. And in those times, there shall many stand up against the king of the south. Also, the robbers of your people shall exalt themselves to a savage division, but they shall fall. Verse 45. And he shall plant the temple of his palace between the sea and the glorious righteous mountain. Yes, he shall come to his end, and none shall help him. See, in the background, you got you got a lot of sound going back in the background. I, I know you all into it in grand style, but see, y'all can fix up this one, baby. See, at 11 14, see, they, they established a vision in 1948. See, they established a vision and say it's the robber of your people. <laughs> so, they'll drop their part, and they're doing their part right now, but guess what we're going to do tomorrow? Or all for the next two weeks. We can
six. And I'm gonna pick it up at verse number the book of Sirach, chapter six, verse thirty two. Thirty two reads. My son, my daughter, if you will, you shall be taught. If you will apply your mind, you shall be prudent. Thirty three. If you love to hear, you shall receive things. And if you bow your ear, you shall be wise. Thirty four. Stand in the multitude of the elders and cleave unto him that is wise. Thirty five. Be willing to hear every wily discourse, and let not the parables of understanding escape you. Thirty six. And if you see a man of understanding, if you be times unto him, and let your foot where where the steps of his door. Thirty seven. Let your mind be upon the laws of the Yahweh, and meditate continually in his law. He shall establish your mind and give you wisdom at your own desire. Hallelujah. 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 All